Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. Listen again for your goosebumps on the double. Welcome to Gatsy on Goosebumps, the show in which I review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Elliot Gates, better known by his uh, Call of Duty uh, call sign, uh, Shadow Strike 42069. <laughs> um, how, is, how is that going, Bob? Yeah, really well now that yeah. you mentioned it, actually. And you're quite big on Minecraft as well, I am, I most certainly am. Yeah. Well, today, uh, we are taking a trip to the, uh, to, to the, to the, the fruit basket of Americana, uh, with Goosebumps number 20, The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. But what do you think of this, uh, classic Tim Jacobus cover art? Uh, I didn't know it was Tim Jacobus, but, uh, it does it's, all of them. it's, it's, you know, like classic, like the rest of them. Uh, yeah. my favorite part of this was how there's, um, a collection of stickers from other people who have bought the book before you. Yeah. Right at the start, there's a few at the back. Yeah, B- Bernadette Hunt uh, 5e. from 5e, we have your book. And uh, when I'll be returned, free of charge. But you did you did like the cover though, Elliot. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, what, what's the little catchphrase on the cover? Uh, the catchphrase is, it's a field of screens. That's true. Yeah, like, it, and it was, it was. And, you know, playing, it's a field of dreams. I see, I see. Yeah, I think this is a pretty good cover. I like how uh, he generally tries to employ... With the colours, something that matches the theme. Yep. yep. And with this sort of brown and yellow, sort of matches the cornfields. Yeah, and he spent a lot of time describing the scarecrow. I get that, that's, yeah. You know, that's what it would have looked like, so. They're alive. <laughs> Jody loves visiting her grandparents' farm. Okay, so it's not the most exciting place in the world. Still, Grandpa tells great scary stories, and Grandma's chocolate chip pancakes are the best. <laughs> but this summer, the farm has really changed. The cornfields are sparse. Grandma and Grandpa seem worn out, and the single scarecrow has been replaced by 12 evil-looking ones. Then one night, Jody sees something really odd. The scarecrows seem to be moving, twitching on their stakes, coming alive. Rita, beware! You're in for a scare. Runs to the, runs to the plot here. What, what's the, what happens in this story? Two sea kids, as they're referred by the the country folk, go out to their grandparents' farm. Yeah. And they um, go there. I, I assume over like spring break or something. They go there to you know, just get out of the city. Just get, I think. get out of the city. And. Um, they usually seem to enjoy it, but um, it's it's a bit of a change. Their grandparents seem uh, pretty miserable. They never laugh. Um, they don't make them their favourite food, and he doesn't tell them their favourite uh, jokes and uh, scary stories. It's a bit of a change. Mm. You know, they do usual farm activities, and things start looking a bit a bit spooky. And the st- farm, yeah, hand. the farm hand, yeah, I keep saying weird things about the scarecrow and scarecrows. Sorry, about how they walk at midnight. It's and probably where they got the title. That, yeah, I'd imagine so. From. Yep. I mean, what really happens from there? They, they, oh, he's got the book. He has a book. <laughs> he's got his famous book, his superstitious book. They yeah, call it. yeah, so the farmhand has a book and he keeps talking about all the superstitions he read in them. And eventually it sort of it becomes apparent that he used the book to make the scarecrows come to life. He did. And uh, he thought he put them back to sleep, but he uses the threat of bringing the scarecrows back to life to sort of get his own way around the farm. Yeah, but his own way doesn't really make no, much sense. No, it doesn't... Re- <laughs> he, he ha- yeah, he has a lot of power and he uses it to make sure he gets, what, cherry pie. Cherry pie and make sure they never laugh. Yeah, and they, yeah, make- yeah. Um, I mean, these are meant to be his oldest kind of, you know, yeah. he's been there, they, they keep saying how long he's been there for with them. Yeah. Um, it's funny you mentioned... Uh, Sorry, I'll get out to you. Well, would you like that? Would you read it based on that cover? Uh, yeah. Um, Scarecrow Walks at Midnight was one of the ones. When I used to look at I 
as I said in the previous video, I used to judge uh, Goosebumps book by the cover. Well, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. Oh, in this case, I should. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> well, anyway, um, <laughs> the, uh, I would always judge it, uh, say which one was the scariest, and then if it was the scary, I'd read it, but, and the scarier walks in midnight. So you would have read it based on that? Yeah. yeah. Ellie, do you reckon R.L. Stein is trying to say something about maybe the mentally impaired? And suggesting that maybe they... Because th this is, as far as I know, the only character in the whole series that can be easily defined as on the autistic scale. And he turns out to be quite a malicious malicious little creature. He does, but what is he trying to say about them exactly? That, that you know, they're a devious sort and they'll use, they'll use scarecrows so, if necessary yeah. to get their own life. Yeah, not fair, actually. Because, I mean, this is the only representation they get in this series and they're using scarecrows to take over a farm. Yeah, look, I never thought of it like that. Do you remember sort of uh, what happens towards the end? Yeah, look, um, after he um, takes out his revenge on the old people, they, they dress up to, to scare him. Well, they think, they're seeing all the scarecrows around, and they yeah. think it's Stanley's son, Styx. Styx. Because right. he's always pranking the city kids. Stanley is the autistic. Yeah, Styx yes. is just the moody teenager. Yep. Good name. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Styx. <laughs> well, what was he thinking when he named his son that? He's <laughs> <laughs> just looking at Father Styx. <laughs> <laughs> so they dress up to try and scare Styx, but Styx is like, no, I'm not dressing up, it's my dad, he, he actually made the Styx, yep, yep. come alive. So you don't know what you're messing with. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, right, whatever. But then Stanley sees Mark, the character, dressed as a scarecrow, and he thinks, the scarecrows are coming back alive, I've got to exert cast control over them. Yeah, to cast yep, another yep. spell on them. And in doing that, he actually awakens Even, all the scarecrows. Yeah. But then it gets really lame, and the kid who's dressed up as a yeah, scarecrow Mark. takes the the scarecrow costume off his head, yeah. and all the scarecrows do that and die. They pull their heads off. Yeah. Probably. Now, if I'm correct, I only finished reading this twenty minutes ago. Don't they? Doesn't that that actually not work when they when he pulls his head off? Oh right, he needs a fire in the end, don't they? They keep yeah, walking. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they pull their heads off. Yes. So that, that they doesn't continue. Stop them. Like hobbling towards them, I think. So it doesn't kill them with the No, it doesn't. Okay, so you're okay with that then? I, I'm sorry, I forgot. Yes, I suppose I am okay with that. I just, I thought that was a bit of a... But see, isn't that more creative than how they eventually kill them, which is but, just literally incinerating them yeah, with I'm, torches? Yeah, but at least that's kind of like, you know, re I suppose, could you say realistic? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. The thing is, he's resurrected these scarecrows from some, sort of, some sort of demonic <laughs> pact, right? And then suddenly they're... they're yeah, it's the look. The purpose of the book is never explained. Yeah, or where he found the book. Yeah, or why no one asked him about. The yeah, book. and at the end, even after he put the scarecrows back, it still mentions that he's at the table reading the book again. No one's mentioned to him. <laughs> Don't read this book again. <laughs> but look, this is this is obviously the first time you read a Goosebumps book in quite a while. It was yes. What did you What did you think? Was I it thought better it was, or worse than it this was thing? slightly better. It didn't have those kind of lame, easy to predict Goosebump twists at the end of every chapter. Yeah, it had a few of them. But yeah. not as many as I remember. Um, so I thought it was quite good. And the whole thing about Stanley being the one, you know, messing with them in the end, I didn't actually uh, pick it. There you go. I didn't pick it till the end. I thought, oh, okay. But then when they gave it the reason, I kind of thought, well, it's not really a good it's reason. It's not really a great reason. But still, I didn't pick it, so it was nice. Yeah, look, it, it does do that standard Goosebumps thing where there's something at fault. You know, someone's the wrongdoer. And it's always, you're always led to believe it's someone else. Like, you're led to believe it sticks dressing up. Yep. And then it turns out. You know, it's the it's the farmhand. I have look. I thought you know why it's not explained why he does all these things. The idea that this farmhand is using black magic to sort of get his own way. I, mean, I thought it was quite yeah. an original idea. Uh, look, I think it would honestly be, would have been a uh, good, good candidate for a sequel. 
someone else finds a book or something like that, a bit of mystery, you know, like they do with Slappy where someone finds Oh, like right, right. So, what, is it just the book or the Scarecrows again? The, the book, and then, I mean, it could have been Scarecrows, it could have been anything. But yeah, I would have liked to have seen it again, to be honest. I've seen worse sequels from Yeah, Cubs, so. we obviously watch the TV series a lot more. Did they make movies. a... a they did. I'll have to watch that again. Do you remember, do you remember was, the cliffhanger of that one, Will? Yeah, it was the um the the farm. What was it? The farm. The the wheat. The the wheat the cutter. Crop, the crop cutter. Yeah, the bed machine that that like automatically in the end that became <laughs> like freaking traumatizing. That, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, They're that, sitting like having breakfast, and the like the wheat cutter comes alive and starts charging towards the house. Because the wheat cutter originally killed all the. The scarecrow. Oh, is that how they do it? That's how they do it in the TV series. And then it comes alive. And then the cliffhanger is that we kind of. They're all screaming and just like charging towards the house. And the bear at the end. Don't they resurrect the bear? You're right. That's the twist on this one. Yeah. It's mentioned earlier in the book that there's a big stuffed bear. There is, yep. The um, grandpa likes. Yeah, he, he killed it and stuffed it. And then, so after that. And he has his way with it. No, it's heavily implied that he did have sex with the bear. And then at the end, um, after the Scarecrow's all been burnt alive, well, they're not alive, I guess, and Stanley's still reading the book and no one's told him it's probably a bad idea to mess around with that book he's reading at breakfast. And Grandpa's still fucking miserable. Yeah. Like, never cheers up, <laughs> even though, like, they, they lifted the curse and Jesus. just turned into a miserable old man. That wasn't part of Stanley. It was just yeah. getting old and turning into a miserable old bastard. No, but at the end, like, it's, yeah, it's implied that, you know, he uses the book and the bear comes alive. Like your final thoughts on the book? Uh, one of the better ones I've read, although I don't, rem- uh, don't remember reading them all. But this was definitely, you know, rekindled my interest in the in the series again. I'd certainly like to read another and watch the episode of this. Yes, that's all. Very cool. That's all for this week. Elliot, would you like to take us out with my standard goosebumps catchphrase? Uh, with a dab of doo And uh, I'll see you. Ne- I'll see you next time for Goosebumps number twenty-one. Go eat worms. Thank you for watching, and please stay spooky. Oh, I'm trying to shut the fuck up once and for all. <laughs>